Hello everyone, welcome to my channel, A Mindful Career. This is Daniel. I have been running a career coaching business in Singapore, Hong Kong, and mainland China for the past six years. In this channel, I talk about career development skills and also interview other career coaches, HR, working professionals from different industries. You will also get the first-hand information about talent acquisition and human capital development from other business leaders. Thanks for listening, and let's begin our show. Hi, Janus. Hi, Daphne. Hello. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, thanks Thank for you. joining. Thank you for the invite. <laughs> Thank right. you very much. Yes. It's a pleasure to have you here with us. So yeah, so the topic that we will be um you know exploring today is about the importance of like lifelong learning. So yeah. I believe like you know you you do strongly believe in like lifelong learning, and we would love to hear about your perspective about lifelong learning. Definitely, definitely. Uh, probably is, I would say that especially at this point of time, you know, uh, when we are having this COVID nineteen crisis, right? Uh, I think more and more people are aware about. Wow, I really need new skills. Yeah, I really need new skills. And then, um, and those who already em- had uh, embarked on this lifelong learning, already. Hopping on, you know, they, they change uh, their journey quite fast when, it, uh, when they have to, because especially uh, since last year, right, there were uh, some jobs that gone redundant. There was a mess, uh, what do you call that, the retrenchment and loss of jobs. Yeah. Um, yeah. And those who had always been learning, they probably make the switch really fast enough to do that. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. So we just, which is why I think the government is also implementing all this so that people can make quickly make a career switch so that they can adapt to the uh, new skills that is required for uh, right. the, the, the days to come. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think you, you made a very good point. I also realised that this, um, uh, I mean, like the push for lifelong learning isn't like um, something that just happened very recently because of COVID. I think all yeah. along the government has also been pushing for like continuous learning, you know, like they even built the Lifelong mm. Learning Institute at Paya Lebar. Mm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think it's kind of like a mindset that, uh, you know, they, um, the government want to instill in Singaporeans. Yeah, yes. so I think also they realise that there's like changing needs and demands like over the years, um, jobs job demands do change now, right? So Definitely. in the past, there isn't like a, a role for like content creator or like digital marketing, mm-hmm. things like that. Yeah, so I do see a very yeah. good, like very great importance in, in this aspect. Yeah, and yeah. I think um I think the audience will be happy to hear about your journey. Yeah, so maybe you can oh, share my journey. Us, like, yes. Oh, it's a very interesting journey. <laughs> okay, basically like anybody, like everyone out there, you know, uh, I started working when I finished uh, my diploma, okay? So I'll be very honest with my age because I think this is going to inspire a lot of people. I'm 48 this year. I'm going to be 48 in a month's time. Okay, <laughs> so um, yeah, um, I started off like anybody, you know, working a corporate um, after my poly graduate. And then, I'm sorry, I graduated from poly. Yeah, so uh, what happened was that I have always wanted to do a degree, okay? But the thing is that my results were not good enough to go for a degree. So what can I do, you know? Because with my work at that point of time, I was uh, in marketing. It's almost no day, no night (laughs) when it comes to uh, working. So I, I really need to do something. It's either I push for my dreams to get a degree or I just stay where I am. So I decided that 
I have to survive. So I need new skills. So what skills do I take? So I, uh, I was um, doing aerobics at that time, you know, I, I, for exercise and things like that. And I decided that, hey, I think I've got a better rhythm than the instructor. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I got into, uh, I go and get a, a, a certificate. And in fact, I got three certs, you know, like uh, wow. uh, the normal aerobics and then the step aerobics and I got uh, a yoga instructor certification. Wow. At that time, it was easier. Okay, very much easier. And I just quit my job. Goodbye. You know, and I went off to do my degree. Uh, that was a night course. Um, and then by daytime, I was doing uh, my job as a fitness instructor. And it was so blessed. You know why? Because at that time, Singapore actually went down into a recession. Uh, a lot of people lost their job. But at that time, I happened to be studying and I have skills, right? Mm -hmm. So um, it, this, this uh, skills uh, set actually uh, was my bread, <laughs> my bread and butter for a good 12 years. <laughs> yeah. And uh, during this uh, period of time, um, I also started my own business. I had my own yoga studio. Um, so using what I, uh, my degree, my degree was made uh, Bachelor of Business and my diploma was um, diploma in marketing. Okay. So... I use that and combine with uh, my, my areas of expertise, which is yoga at that time. I started a yoga studio, creative oh. body studio. Yeah. So I went on and I decided this is not enough. You know, this is not enough. Everywhere is having yoga studio. At that time, uh, true yoga were not out yet. It was that long ago. Okay. It was like boutique studios. So now it's not enough. So I, in 2000, 06, I decided I want to do traditional Chinese medicine. Okay. And it's all in Chinese, mind you. <laughs> it's not in English. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was like, why, why do I decide to embark on it? Because do, when I was a yoga instructor, um, people with a backache, you know, mm. with alignment problem likes to come to me. And I can understand the works of the body very well. My anatomy was... Uh, I was very sensitive, so I was able to help people with back problems and mm. neck issues and people who need rehab. Mm. Yeah, so I decided to go into TCM. Okay. Uh, that was a good five years, full-time. But yeah. at the same time, I, I closed my studio because I cannot manage to. And then, uh, but my skills as a fitness instructor still continue to provide the bread and butter until, you know, uh, 2011, I uh, when I finished the course, I didn't want to be a physician. It's boring. Uh, then I decided to, you know, rest for a year. I did nothing but run marathon every month. <laughs> oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. But what I got out from there was I was being headhunted. You know, uh, it, 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 because I, I was like, I wasn't really sure what I want because I didn't want to be a physician. It's boring. Uh, I, I wanted to start a wellness center. That was my thought. And I was being headhunted by a pharmaceutical company who has in mind uh, to start a TCM clinic. Right. I said, well, I have experience in opening a studio. I have my business background as well. I have fitness background as well. I've got TCM degree, even though I don't use it, but I know what's going on inside. So I actually developed a business for them. Um, Heritage TCM Clinic, which is still around, okay, and uh, yeah, so after three years, I got bored again, 
yeah. Um, I I decided that yeah. Um, maybe I should you know go go and so I work in a hospital, and in the hospital was a very um, they have a very learning culture, which is what I like and excites me. And at that time, I started off as a manager for two um, outpatient clinic. So um, the thing is that uh, while learning there, you know, you don't just work there. You will embark in uh, projects and you also uh, have opportunity. And the company wants you to learn and they dedicate like 60 hours for you to learn a year. It's a must do a day. And I realized I picked up so much skills that I didn't know, you know. And then, uh, of course, at the same time, I'm also a very curious person. I also dabble a little bit with social media. So at that time, there's like Facebook, Instagram, and so on start coming up. Again, I'm a very curious person. I think, I think the thing is that to embark on lifelong learning, you have to be a very, very curious person. In Singapore, we call it gepola, okay? So you just have to touch everything, okay? So after I... Uh, you know, I, but, and I found my callings through there because I took up uh, my ACTA course, which helped me to become a, a certified trainer, adult trainer. And I realized that, hey, if training is not enough, you know. People, after training, there is no follow-up. Yeah? So, uh, yeah, there's no follow-up. And then they need to be guided and account have an accountable partner. And to do that is to, hey, I thought, a coach. Anyway, at that time, I, I didn't. I, I was already quite burnt out in the in the company. I decided to just come out on my own. Oh, okay. so I embarked into. I embarked into, uh, this coaching journey. Mm. Yes. So that was another. Uh, again, another learning opportunity, right? And then, but my my I I would say that my coaching journey wasn't very smooth. Because you cannot be sitting down there. Who's no, who knows you, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, okay, I remember I did some social media. I decided to dabble on social media. I tried Facebook Live, even though I was like super awkward on live. And uh, speaking to camera, you know, sometimes you don't get viewers. Viewers pop up one, two, three, and then they're gone. <laughs> yeah. And I decided to do weekly, you know. And it, 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 it was like, uh, yeah. It was like people would find it interesting at first, but after that, there wasn't, uh, there wasn't much views anymore. But people do view it after that. Lah. I don't think anyone completed. But what I got out from there was that I learned how to speak in front of camera. Mm. Yeah. And, and be very bold in it. So that yeah. was another way of learning as well. Yeah. You know, learning. And last year, COVID-19, <laughs> yeah, we were in the circuit breaker. I cannot be doing live is it's too hassle, so I decided to do videos. And um, so I started videoing, you know, because everyone was bored at home and I decided to do some videos to motivate people and interview people like what you're doing right now, except that I do it on Facebook Live or Facebook videos. And I started to learn editing myself. Wow. You know, I started editing and uh, I, I started to explore on, hey, how do I, you know, buy ads on that? So... You see, lifelong learning is not that you really need to embark on you pay money and attend a course. You can learn it on your own, which a lot of people like last year, they, they learn how many home-based home bakers actually, right, mushroom out from the whole COVID-19, right? And I even embarked on TikTok. I was like, 
hey, what is TikTok, you know? Bought nothing. I'm bought with Facebook already. Uh, Instagram doesn't really work well for me. And YouTube, like, okay, fine. You know, I, I just dump everything onto YouTube. But TikTok, hey, what was it about? So I see a lot of people hopping and dancing around, you know. I got nothing to do. Lah, so I just play around with it. You dance? I play around with it. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. I don't dance. <laughs> I don't dance, although I was an aerobic instructor, but I'm, I don't have the fluid, you know, the kind of thing. It's like, I do memes instead. So I acted up, wow. you know. I, I was pretty good at it. Yeah, go and have a look. Uh, it's a Janus Discovery Life Coach. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, that's, that's my handle. Be sure to check it out. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, you have to. Uh, yeah, so I did memes and, I, I, and, you know, I took that video and put it on Facebook. I tickled. I have more views than my my life, my life, my my motivational <laughs> videos and all those. So I guess like, hey, you know, people at this time there were a lot of uh uh Facebook events right. talking about motivation, mindset, and so on. I think it's a bit heavy lah. So, but and I managed to lighten everybody up uh, through my TikTok videos. So that got me tickled, and I keep doing it lah. And mm. Last year, if you look at Hood, uh, check out um, the statistic at Hootsuite, there was a great rise in TikTok. Mm. You know, there was a great rise in TikTok and TikTok noticed me. Wow. <laughs> TikTok Singapore actually wrote in and invited me to be a content creator. Of course, wow. they didn't want me to dance. <laughs> they didn't want right, a, a middle-aged lady to dance. So what they do is that they, they click into my profile and see what I was doing. And they... So that I was actually a trainer and a life coach that said, hey, we are going to uh, start, actually we are going to focus uh, uh, on education platform. Do you think you can help us with that? I was like, oh, so what do you want me to talk about? Uh, well, you know, like motivational talk or you can teach something, you know, within 15 seconds to 30, uh, 59 seconds. Uh, that'd be great. I was like, okay, I'll try and again, I was, you know, I was so used to making videos that is like three minutes, four minutes, right? And uh, suddenly I have to shrink everything to 15 seconds. Oh my God, 15 <laughs> to 59 seconds. So I have to edit, 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 edit. Uh, to a point that I really dread it because uh, it's like, it's so much work. But the thing is, I learned again, it was another lifelong learning journey again, that how do you... Uh, condense everything and go straight to the point. Mm. And don't forget, you know, the people these days are very different from people in the past. When Facebook first started, everybody likes to read. Mm. Then video started, they, you, know, you can either watch a video or you can listen to video, right? And then people want things even faster. They cannot sit through a 20 minutes video. Three minutes is four minutes is probably the best thing you can go. Yeah, things move, now, move very fast on the internet, right? Yes. <laughs> you don't catch them. You, it's just like your interview skill, your interview, your resume. You don't catch them in the first 16 to 10 seconds. Uh, sorry, it's the 6 to 10 seconds. You're out. It's the same thing for any videos. You know, so that's what I learned. So that's another lifelong learning that I, I picked up, the skills that I picked up along the way. So I start to condense, condense, condense. And um, I managed to pick up readers and uh, followers, you know, and then, um, uh, and of course, there were other things uh, that I do that uh, even, so I got really interested in social media, and uh, 
I, in fact, now I am actually doing a certification on social media marketing. Yes, and, uh, and I realized that, you know, with my creativity and my understanding on uh, different platforms, how it works, it probably is going to lead me to another career. Who knows? But it doesn't mean that I can't do other careers. If you really look at the, uh, the world right now, um, your, whatever you learn, you graduate from uh, in the university, probably is a starting point. I'm not going to say it's not good, but it's a must to get you started. But what really carries on is how you upgrade and hone your skills. You can be a specialist, okay? Uh, specialist in uh, what you're doing. For example, like uh, what you mentioned just now, you are a coach. You train yourself to be a coach and you decide to hone your skills. So you take up counseling, right? That is honing of your skills. That is one way to go that's deepening. So there are another way to go is to go broad ways, which a lot of people are embarking right now. I think the millennials are teaching us new ways of doing things is go wide. You see, I have been a fitness instructor. I, 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 I mean, I've studied business. I've, uh, I've been a fitness instructor, right? I studied TCM, which led me to help people to start off with the new skills of doing things uh, or, or start their business, right? And then slowly I moved on uh, and became a coach, a trainer, and probably my next, my next skill set is going to be a social... If, uh, social media marketer. If, if, uh, uh, yeah, okay, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Influence. I'd rather be a social media marketer. <laughs> yeah, so I can help people in a way that I can help people to develop their social media, right? There's so many small businesses out there right now, right? And well, you, I'm sure you see on your Facebook or your Instagram, people are selling something to you, but they do not know how to sell. So, how, so my new skills coming in and I can talk to them well. Why? Because I've got a business background. I come from a traditional business making background, which is what they're doing right now, you know. Yeah, but I know a new way of doing it. And I don't, I'm not asking you to stand in front of uh, a video and say that, oh, look at my mask. It's so beautiful, you know. But I can ask them to create, a, I can teach them or I can help them to create a story out from their product. Because as a trainer, you need to be a good storyteller in order to engage mm, your audience. Yeah, so that's how lifelong learning, ultimately, it connects the dots. And that's how I see it uh, when it comes to lifelong learning. And I thought that in this um, platform that the government are actually more, uh, um, pushing for it. In the past, they do have it. You notice that last year, governor actually paying you to learn, you know. Almost like begging you to like, tolong, like, go and learn. Yeah, they even <laughs> provide like, some kind of like training allowance, right? For yes. every like hourly training allowance. Yeah. And I think that's really like a very good um, initiative, la, especially for um, people who don't realize the importance of lifelong learning. Exactly, exactly. And, and to the extent, I mean, you go to other countries, like, you know, will they offer you and beg you to learn this way? And like, hey, thank you, Kara, come guys, $11 per hour, come. They don't. 
But we are very fortunate yeah. to have, in, in fact, in this environment. Yeah, and uh, I think people are noticing it right now. You see a lot of people grab for it. I mean, probably for different reasons, whether to earn the allowance. But most important is uh, your takeaway from, uh, from this and how you're going to... It, it, it's, you know, probably a lot of listeners here right now are working in corporate, yeah? But do you think you'll be there forever? Ask yourself this question. I don't know. That is a very good question. That's a very good answer. It's a very real answer because mm. I don't know where, where I'm going to be when I'm, I was a fitness instructor, right? Uh, am I going to jump and hop until I, you know, I drop that kind of thing? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, you never know. Just pick up first. Just yeah. pick up the skills. Enjoy the dots. Yeah, definitely. Like, we can collect the data along the way, right? And then, like, hmm. somehow the dots will get connected when you see the overview of the picture. I do Correct. find like, your journey really very interesting as you, you know, I see that like you started out um, uh, wanting to actually get some skill set and also like, mm. uh, it, I mean, it comes from the space of like, because you find that like you need a degree, which is why like you mm. went to pursue to where you mm. are today, right? Everything that you learn is basically like coming from the space of like your interest and your curiosity. Yeah, mm. it's really very interesting. And I see that, I see that how, how far it has brought you to where you are today and also, um, I think it's the attitude, like your attitude is so inspiring. So I thank really, you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's really very inspiring, and I think you do share very um great stories about it and how uh you are kind of like following the trends of like where um the world is leading us to right right now. It's on TikTok, and we don't know where else it would be in the next few years. Yeah. yeah so I think yeah. having this mindset is really important, no matter how the right. environment change. Yeah, I think yeah. as long as we are able to adapt to that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Uh, you never know. It's like, you know, the skills are yours. Even, you know, when you take it, nobody's going to take it from you once you get it. Yeah, but when it's time to whip out, it, you know, it's just like you, you, are, um, you are acting on stage or you're singing on stage. You look at the singers. At the, at the back, they put in a lot of hard work, right? So that they can uh, really shine on, on the stage. So it's the same thing for, um, I think, all the listeners out there as well. Uh, you, you don't know where it goes. Never mind, you know, just be curious. I think the most important thing is in order to have this mindset, you have to be very, very curious and don't brush away and say that, ah, it won't help me in my career one, you know, the kind of thing. Try not to say that because you never know. Just say that, hey, try and see how it goes. If I like it, I continue. If I don't like it, fine, at least I try. Yeah, just just being uh, open-minded about it, right? Just being open yes. to all the opportunities. I think along the yeah. way, you know like what to prioritize, which one to yeah, use. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the, the one example that I mentioned just now, I took TCM degree, right? And I decided I, I didn't want to be a physician after that, you know? Imagine how much money I dumped into it and everybody is tearing their hair already, you know? Like, what? You went into it and then you're like, it's a degree course. It's not like, you know, a three-day course that you just go and go that kind of thing so but the thing is that uh ha is it a waste no i didn't the thing is i can actually propose a business proposal come up with a business proposal to come up with a business tc uh, 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 a business on tcm clinic i started at tcm clinic and that was it lost after that after i had left that journey no well, anyone who's sick i can always help <laughs> 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 yeah, you can't take it away. You, you'll never, never take it away. Yeah, the skills. Yeah. I mm. think it also, I mean, it's 
kind of like a skill set that is also applicable to your life, right? Not just like career-wise. So yeah. anyway, it's still a value add to the life. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, like if I've got, uh, you know, any, Ill, uh, not COVID lah, related lah. Like for example, my mom has got, uh, you know, back pain and things like that. I can straight away acupuncture her already. Oh. <laughs> you see, this is personal. <laughs> this is personal. But um, yeah, it's like you, you get like for those who are, uh, you know, uh, wanting to learn something, and you find that you know sometimes they say, will it be a waste? Like if mm. I uh, learn knitting, you know, like or learn something that is not applicable to my professional life, um, it will never be a waste because you never know if you're gonna come up with a living from there. Mm. Look at the home bakers last year; how many are actually having doing that right now? And also, like, uh, and also, who knows? You know, like, uh, yeah. And, and the, even if you don't use at the end of the day, you keep your mind curious and you keep it active, mm. and it's um, you will be very uh, open-minded when you're at work. When you think of things, your your the bandwidth that you have of your thoughts are much wider than those people who doesn't believe in lifelong learning. Mm. Yeah, you see more. Mm. Yeah. To be more so, creative. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So I think it's very important, right, that we take the step to get started first. Right. So yeah. for those who wish to get started, you know, after in- listening to this inspiring speech by Janus, right, <laughs> <laughs> where should they get started? Right? Should they prioritize the learning that they enjoy? Because right now there are tons of learning opportunities available, right? Yeah. So I think people yeah. do feel overwhelmed by this um, you know, like sudden uh opportunities that are like given to them in a huge team like huge um supply so yeah. should we should they prioritize what they enjoy or like you know just learning what the market actually demands at this point there are certain skill sets that are you know like you know like digital tech and all that and there yeah. are also um uh a variety like right, right now it's like kind of like the digital marketing uh, social media content and all yeah, so as a lifelong learner yourself, right, do you have any advice for the listeners? To prioritize, is it? How to prioritize? Yeah, well, I, given if, that there are so you many. Tell me, if any listeners were to tell me that, I have so much. I love you guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, do a checklist. Okay, most important thing is that you just write down. Uh, okay, these days you guys type down. I, I'm a very tactile person, so I prefer to write down because uh, when I write down, um, it helps me to slow down my thoughts. Um, typing is too fast, so I cannot process my So I will be very fast and I don't have time to process. So for me personally, uh, I like to write down my uh, bucket list, what I would like to learn. Well, you may take it off or you may not take it off. It's okay. Just write it down first. You know, and um, see what interests you first. Okay, see what interests you first. And, uh, and then of course the time, the duration, Ultimately, because I believe it's not just about lifelong learning. You, you still have your job. You still have your, uh, uh, your family. You know, you still have your social life. So I think time management is very uh, crucial. So decide that, um, you, you look at your current time right now. How much time are you willing to allocate? Now, uh, lifelong learning need not be a whole day thing. It can be a five minutes thing. Even if you want to read, you know, I dedicate five minutes to read every day. Do I get anything out from there? Um, well, not, pe- not as much as people who read half an hour a day, but at least I'm five minutes ahead of who I am yesterday. All right? So 
um, prioritize, uh, you really have to block the time. Just like if somebody were to ask you out, do you have time for dinner? Uh, shall we meet up? You know, or uh, appointment. So you lock that time. Okay. And make sure you dedicate to it. So depends how you want to learn, um, how you want to learn. Okay. And uh, is it going to be self-learning through YouTube, through uh, listening to us on podcasts? <laughs> yeah. Or is it going to be uh, really sit down classroom learning? So I think it's um, based on your time and your priorities and your wants and uh, your needs because I can't exactly tell you that you should do A, B, C, D, E. Yeah, but look at your current time right now. If you have, uh, you, can, you can only spare, oh, Jaina, sorry, uh, I think I can only spare like, you know, a half an hour a day. All right, fine. Maybe you would like to read. Maybe you like to watch a YouTube and learn how to shoot, uh, how to take a better pictures, how to take better videos, baking. Yeah, and uh, oh, I, I think I can spare... Uh, one week, I can dedicate one uh, day to for a class, one whole day for a class. Maybe once a once a month, you know, or things like that. Then go ahead, yeah, and, and just embark on it. So it boils down to, uh, I I won't say how much time because really, it's really very individual. But I would say that how much time can you lock down, each day or each week, and really dedicate to it, and from there you decide, yeah. Even you want to learn the language, fine, half an hour. Is it good enough? If you want to take a course, it's probably usually a language course will be most likely one and a half hour. Then lock that down. Which means if you've got any dinner dates or anything like that, uh, you have to say no. Just change. Just change your timing. And then um, and be uh, dedicated to the, the time that you have allocated. Yeah. Yeah, right. Thanks, Janice. I think that's a good point regarding like um the kind of like format. I mean, the kind of like model you want to go for in terms of learning. Yeah. So now yeah. uh, the direction is more towards like micro learning, learning on the go, yes. right? It's not so much about right. like attending a year-long course or something. I mean, of course, Correct. that helps. But I guess like it's more important to have that attitude. Um, Whenever like you find that you need to do, you need to like solve a certain issue and then you kind of like learn on the go. So it's, whether it's like on the job training or is it like you just, you know, do a YouTube search yeah, and then quickly you can pick up that skill. You can even go TikTok. It's 15 seconds. What's the big deal? Wow. You scroll, you guys scroll uh, uh, cell phone on the on the on the bus, right? When you're yeah, it's like 15 to 59 seconds. What's the problem, man? Lots of things to learn now. Not just dancing and hopping. I mean, you can learn some dance skills. I'm not saying you can't. What, what can they yeah, learn you from can... you on TikTok? Oh uh, yes, which is very related to best talk. Um, I give career uh, tips. Yeah, and uh, currently I'm actually I, I've covered a series on uh, micromanagement uh, and also tips for new managers, especially I guess you guys. I don't think uh, I don't know if you are managers yet, but I'm sure one day you would like to be. So prep yourself, you know, uh, uh, to be a manager. So there's bite-sized tips in there. Yeah, and then uh, I also covered about mindsets about learning. Daily de uh, habits developed so that you can be successful in your, uh, in your career. Yeah, right, uh, right. of course there are more to come. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we can check out after this conversation. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, so I think to wrap it up, um, yeah. to the point earlier, right, regarding like being overwhelmed with like tons of learning opportunities, it's good mm. that 
uh, well, there are opportunities available. Uh, and to kind of like streamline a bit further, uh, we can right. go for this kind of like bite-sized heat, you know, as Janus has um, put it across, right? And that mm-hmm. can keep, kind of like give you a starter, like a preview to, you know, what, what are the opportunities available. And I think from yep. there, people can narrow down, you know, okay, if this draws my attention, I continue to pull that rope and I continue to go in the direction that I want and you will yeah. feel more aligned Exactly. Uh, yes, I like the way you conclude that. Yeah. So bite-sized learning first, and you want to go in-depth into it. Yeah. Uh, and it happens that there's any course on best stop that you would like to <laughs> embark on, go ahead. <laughs> go and sign up with them. <laughs> Thanks for your advertisement. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's been a pleasure, you know, having this opportunity to um invite Janus on our uh, show today. So uh yeah, we look forward to other opportunities to be able to work together and to see yeah. if we can bring in more content for the listeners. Right. Thank you so today, much, Daphne. Thank you everyone for listening in. That's a wrap for this episode of the podcast, A Mindful Career. I'd like to thank you for listening, and I hope you will continue joining me for future episodes. Be sure to subscribe at Spotify or wherever you like to listen to my podcast, A Mindful Career. Follow me on LinkedIn, Daniel Y, K-N-G, and you can see the upcoming events I will organize. See you there.